The NCAA tournament bracket is out. The Bearcats season is over. We'll take a look at some of the key matchups of the NCAA tournament, plus more from the fallout of how the Bearcats season ended and some storylines from the NCAA tournament, one involving Cincinnati. It's all coming up on Locked On Bearcats. You are Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen every day. Today's Locked On Bearcats episode is brought to you by Run Your Pool. March Madness is here, and Run Your Pool has a better way to create your bracket. RunYourPool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Alex Frank here with you on today's episode. It is Monday, March 14, 2022. Happy Pie Day. Hope you're enjoying some delicious pie. Um, there are 68 teams that have a piece of... Um, or all have a chance of winning the NCAA. He's a hair sticking up there. So let's move that out. There we go. <laughs> anyway, um, 68 teams in the NCAA tournament. Very much looking forward to that. The NCAA tournament starting Tuesday with the first four in Dayton, just up the road from Cincinnati, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi against Texas. Southern tips it off at 640. Indiana and Wyoming and 910. Sorry about that ad. That's not supposed to play. That will get underway at, at right after the first game on Tuesday. The first four winner of Texas AM, Corpus Christi, and Texas Southern will play the number one seeded Kansas Jayhawks on Thursday. And the winner of Indiana and Wyoming will face St. Mary's. On Thursday, much to look forward to. Um, but first, we'll get to the Bearcats in Houston. Um, obviously, not the way you and I wanted the season to end. However, um, I think there are some positives to take away from this, but there's also more glaring um, negatives and glaring weaknesses. And this is just the uh, latest result for a program that has unfortunately dipped into college basketball irrelevancy. It is a program that um, has dipped into the bottom of a mid-major conference, a conference that just quite frankly is not very good, and a, a team and a program that just does not have what it takes to compete at the highest level. You know, Wes Miller mentioned in his introductory press conference, which took place 11 months ago today, 11 months ago today, was it? No, it was... It will be 11 months on. 11 months ago today, he was um, hired as head coach. 11 months ago, Wednesday, he was um, introduced. So, Wes Miller has been here for almost 11 months. And one thing he mentioned in his introductory press conference was that Cincinnati gives you the opportunity to compete at the highest level. But this program right now just does not have the resources. It does not have that swagger. It does not have the confidence. It does not have the caliber of players necessary to compete. They're just a bunch of individual players who are playing the game of basketball right now like you and I could play on the weekends. 
It, they're just not good. They're just not seasoned veterans. We were blessed for nine years, for nine straight years, really 10 straight years. The developments of Sean Kilpatrick, Troy Copain, Gary Clark, Jacob Evans, Jaron Cumberland. We were blessed with the developments of those players. Trey Scott, Justin Jackson, Kyle Washington for two years, um, Justin Jennifer, Payne Broom when he was here for two years. Those players were conditioned, seasoned veterans that could compete at the level that this team just simply cannot. This team simply cannot compete with Houston. They can't compete with Memphis. And they struggle to beat even minor competition. They struggle to beat ECU. They struggled with Tulsa. And Houston, you know, for as much as the Bearcats gave them a game on Friday, when the game was hanging in the balance, Houston had a multitude of scorers to go to. Fabian White Jr., Kyler Edwards, Josh Carlton, Jamal Shedd, Taji Moore. Those are seasoned veteran players. Houston, like I've said, they are who the Bearcats were just a few years ago, but better. Houston has been to a Final Four. Houston has been to two Sweet 16s. The Bearcats only went to one Sweet 16 in the stretch of nine straight NCAA tournaments. This is a program that right now just unfortunately does not have the resources to compete at the highest level. There are more talented teams that can unleash their identity, and the Bearcats can't stop it. Wes Miller knows what this program is all about, and he's trying to get his team to play that way. But that's just not who they are right now. What is this team's identity? This team did not have an identity all season. It was just a bunch of individual players loosely talented and collected that, you know, early on won a close game with Georgia. That win doesn't mean squat. Georgia ended up sucking this year. Um, They won some – they they won a dominant performance over Illinois, who's now a four seed in the NCAA tournament. A close battle with Arkansas, who's also a number four seed in the NCAA tournament. Then they um, start off well in conference play. They're four and two. They're a bubble team potentially, you know, just on the outside of the bubble looking in. Then they lose to Temple. They lose to um, Houston. They barely beat USF and ECU. And then they lose five straight games to end the season, and it all goes downhill from there. Matter of fact, they lost seven of eight to close out the regular season. That's not what the Bearcats are used to doing. We're used to, you know, turning our nose and laughing at teams like USF and ECU over the years who would just lose consistently. That's who the Bearcats are now. The fact that they had a winning record was padded by their 10-3 and conference non-conference record. This team does not have an identity. Now, then again, the American Athletic Conference doesn't have an identity either. But you're going to the Big 12, like Houston – is the measuring stick in this conference, and they're the gold standard. Why? Because they have an identity. They're going to play hard. They're going to play physical. They're going to, you know, attack every possession. They are going to be relentless. That's identities. The Bearcats don't have that. They'll occasionally show up. You know, they'll look good on some nights and not good on others. It might lead to wins here and there. That's not an identity. You know, you're going to the Big 12. You have to form an identity. You can look at everyone, you can look at every Big 12 team. Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, Texas, Iowa State, TCU, 
all the teams that made the NCAA tournament, and they have identities. They have identities. Kansas is a really good shooting team. They get up and down the floor. Baylor, you know, they play hard every single game. They're tenacious on the boards. They can shoot from three. Texas Tech is a very good defensive team. So is TCU. Texas plays hard. Those are identities. Playing hard can be an identity if it leads to wins. It can't be if you're just managing to stay in games and occasionally pulling out wins. That's what Saturday, That's what Friday's game showed. Bearcats were in that game for 25 minutes. The last 15 felt like the whole game, given that that was the most important juncture of the game. That's what I saw. Where does this program go from here? I'll talk about where it could go next. Here on Locked On Bearcats, but first, I need to tell you about Run Your Pool at this nine-minute timestamp read. So, Run Your Pool. You see, March Madness is here. It begins tomorrow. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual, or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here, and we're running brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick-X. Both are really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that madness match and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest agreement setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves, and there's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a cash price of up to $1,800, join us at runyourpool.com slash lockdown, and while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter code PUREMADNESS. And check out for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash lockdown for your chance to win a cash prize up to $1,800. Look forward to seeing and beating you there. Timestamp of this live read 1025. Anyone take any team, take an upset team, St. Peter's, Jacksonville State, Longwood, and now your bracket's busted. Yeah, mine's not looking too good either because I picked some of those teams to lose because I think some of the other teams are going to go far in the tournament. But I still got some cash from Stat Hero Pick'em. If you haven't checked out this new platform, you're really missing out. Stat Hero's NCAA single game pick'ems pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props because Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take out the set of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So my stat hero this week and this week's event, well, any NCAA tournament game, I mean, I could go with any great game, I think. I mean, Murray State-San Francisco is going to be great. Iowa, Richmond's compelling. Um, Michigan State and Davidson is really good. Um, So you can pick a lineup from that game. You can pick certain players. Sign up for free now 
at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks again for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Lockdown Bracket Breakdown today right here on the Lockdown Bearcats podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every matchup. I'll have some of those on my shows Wednesday and Thursday. Big 12, AAC, Houston and Memphis playing in the first round. Uh, Big 12 teams, multiple teams from that conference making the NCAA tournament. Should be a lot of fun. Compelling first-round matchups. And it's a shame the Bearcats aren't here because we're used to them playing in this tournament. But they're not. And you really do wonder where this program is going. You know, there was a coaching change that needed to be made. That was evident. Even though John Brandon had only been here for two years, it was evident a head coaching change needed to be made. And there was. But now, you wonder, where is this program going to go from here? I remember after Zach Taylor's first season with the Bengals, And that first season reminds me a lot of the Bearcats this year. Zach Taylor said that he wanted his team to be fast. He wanted to be aggressive. You know, they wanted to, you know, put some points on the board, whatever he said. And yet the Bengals went out there every single week, and it's like they didn't have a game plan. And when opponents punched them in the mouth early, they did not know how to adjust. Sure, they played hard. Sure, a lot of the games were close, but... That team didn't belong on the same field with some teams, and you wondered what they were doing at certain points. That's the case with Wes Miller's team this year. You love the effort, you love the tenacity, but there's just no identity to this team. You wonder what they're doing. So you wonder going forward what you're going to see. Is David DeJulius going to return? Is We know John Newman is going to return. You know, Can the young guys continue to make leaps, like Jared Hensley? You know, what's going to be the futures of Mike Saunders Jr. and Mason Madsen? They're two years in. What's going to be the futures of Hayden Kovac and Odio Guama? You know, can they get some front court talent? Can Sage Tolentino develop? You know, is Isaiah Collier, if he commits here, is he going to be good? You know, who is going to, you know, step up? You know, this program is a far cry from the consistent development that Mick Cronin four-year players had. And you just wonder where this program is going to be. Um, you know, you're going to have to be active in the transfer portal. That's how teams are built. That's how programs are building their teams. You know, Kentucky goes out this off season, this off season and gets Oscar Shibwa. Um, Auburn goes out and gets Walker Kessler. You, you look at all these teams, they're bringing in transfers. Duke went out and got Theo John. So the, so these big time programs are utilizing the transfer portal. Cincinnati, you know, has not normally had to do that. Wes Miller did it this year to build a roster. So the hope maybe is this year he's building a team that can compete in the American Athletic Conference. Fortunately, it's you're going to have to be able to finish in the top three to even have a chance. SMU did not even make the NCAA tournament. They finished second in the conference. They were really good. They beat Houston. And Memphis, they, they beat Houston twice. They deserved to be in the NCAA tournament. That's a good team. Penny Hardaway, say what you want about him. He's done a tremendous job. The Bearcats have to follow some of the some of the blueprints that Memphis and Houston have done and so many other teams. 
if you want to get back to the NCAA tournament, which I think it's, I think the Bearcats can next year. Any team can. Did you expect San Francisco to make it this year? No, you may not know about them much if you don't live on the West Coast. Did you expect other teams like, I don't know, Davidson to make the tournament? They did. I mean, these teams, Richmond to make the tournament. They're, I mean, you can get back to the NCAA tournament very, very quickly. If you go out and get some, and infuse the roster with talent, you know, some front court players, some heavier guards, some bigger guards to compete in this conference with, because this conference, the one thing it does have is physicality. It's not very good offensively. Teams struggle to score because there is some defense in this conference. So you have to go out and you have to match the defense. If you can do that, then you're going to have a chance. That's why Mick Cronin teams were so successful in the American Athletic Conference, never finishing lower than tied for third or the fourth seed in the tournament. And by the way, you know, I, I want to get to some my thoughts on the NCAA tournament, but I just wonder, you know, if you can, if David the Joyous comes back, we know John Newman's coming back. If the young guys can continue to ascend, they they have to use this time to say, okay, what worked well this year? What didn't? Let's build on what works well. Let's build an identity around that. If they can do that, the one thing Cincinnati is going to have this year is they're not going to be on anybody's radar. So you can, you know, load up with talent, and then you come out of nowhere, the teams have to adjust to you. You want that as opposed to having to adjust to them. Mid Corona teams were so good at taking what opposing teams were doing to them and adjusting. Now, in the NCAA tournament, that might have been a different story. But at least, but at least um, this team, but at least um, those teams in the regular season and conference tournament could adjust to what opposing teams were doing. This program's a far cry from where it once was. It needs to get back there. Because you know, the NCAA tournament's fun, and normally Cincinnati is a part of that. It sucks knowing your, your team's not going. You've got to get your name called. And you can do it next year if you go out of the transfer portal and get high-quality players. I had Sean McMahon, my successor as sports director of Aircast Media, tell me he thinks that you know players will want to play for West Miller. Great. Hopefully that happens. All right, some thoughts on the NCAA tournament when we return here on Lockdown Bearcats. But first... As the, well, if I'm able to get into the live read, apparently I'm not able to. Well, that's great. Um, anyway, so the timestamp is 1842. So I told you about um, the place to run your brackets, the place for daily fantasy. Now I got to tell you about where you can make your wagers. And that is betonline.net. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us from all the latest odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Back here on Lockdown Bearcats, thank you for making it your first listen every day. Alex Frank here with you on this Monday, May, uh, March, excuse me, March 14, 2022. The Bearcats getting set to enter the offseason, not the NCAA tournament. 68 teams getting set for the NCAA tournament. One storyline. It's a Cincinnati storyline. So there's a, there's the opportunity 
for a St. Mary's UCLA matchup. And it would be in the East region. You have the opportunity for a St. Mary's UCLA matchup in the sweets in the second round. I would mean Mick Cronin, the head coach at UCLA, would be facing St. Mary's. One of their best players is guard Logan Johnson, who Mick Cronin recruited to Cincinnati prior to the start of the 2018-2019 season. So Mick Cronin would now be going up against Logan Johnson. That would be an interesting storyline here in Cincinnati. Both both players will have gone on to um, California schools, taking their programs to the NCAA tournament, and will be facing off against each other in the second round of the tournament. Well, it could be a really compelling game. Um, other storylines. You know, I just don't think we quite frankly appreciate the consistency of Gonzaga. Joe Lenardi calls St. Mary's the most consistent program in the last 15 years. I beg to differ. Excuse me. I think what Gonzaga has done, this is their fourth number one seed in the last fifth, in the last five tournaments. Second straight year, they're the overall number one seed. Not many programs can say that. Not many programs at all can say that. Not Kansas, not North Carolina, not Duke, not Kentucky. They've been at they've been at twice. They were twice in a four-year span. But the Gonzaga Bulldogs, the overall number one seed twice in a row, two years in a row, out of the West Coast Conference. And don't say that they're it's a given every year they're going to win it. They still have to win the games. They still have to win the games every year. They have to reload and recruit every year. And Mark Few has done a masterful job of doing so. If there's any other program for Bearcats football to learn the model of consistency from, look at Gonzaga basketball. Gonzaga. They have great players year in and year out. And they have lost some great players over the years that have come and gone. Kelly Olynyk. Um, Kyle Wilcher, Shemek Karnowski, Nigel Williams-Goss, um, Drew Timmy. I'm sorry, Drew Timmy's still there. Jalen Suggs. You think about um, the other, Zach Collins, uh, Jonathan Williams, Jordan Perkins. You think of all these great players that have come through that Gonzaga program. Uh, Rui Hachimura. And they and they're and they're just right there every single year. It does not matter who is on Gonzaga's roster; they are right there year in and year out. It does not matter. They've been in the Sweet 16 every tournament since 2015. They've been to the Elite Eight in every tournament since 2019. They went to the Elite Eight in 2015 and 2017. They are now a blue blood program. And they're the overall number one seed twice in a row. And they play in the West Coast Conference. A conference that's not supposed that's not supposed to give you that many opportunities. And Gonzaga is not only dominating that, but they're dominating the entire country. Um, other storylines from the NCAA tournament. San Francisco back in it for the first time since 1998. Arizona looking for their first NCAA tournament championship since 19. 19- 97, when the great Luke Olsen led them to a national title. Um, 
can they get to their first Final Four since 2001? The Big 12's got two number one seeds. Baylor looking to repeat. You know, they lost their opening tournament game to in the Big 12 to Oklahoma. Are, are they going to be able to run the table? They could. You know, you look at um, teams that got in who shouldn't have, maybe. Teams who didn't get in. We can't talk about them because, because they're not in. You know, you can talk about teams, you know, upset alerts. How's Michigan State? Of course, Mike Krzyzewski playing his, uh, coaching in his last NCAA tournament. How good is Duke going to be? Can they go far in the tournament? They certainly haven't looked good in the last week. Barely beat Syracuse and Miami in the ACC tournament. Lost to North Carolina in their last regular season game. And then lost to Virginia Tech by 15 in the ACC championship. Is Virginia Tech going to be able to recapture their momentum in the NCAA tournament? Richmond made a run. So many great storylines. First round matchups I'm looking forward to. Murray State, San Francisco. What a unique matchup that is. Two mid-major conferences playing in a first round NCAA tournament game. You don't normally see that. You don't normally see that in Ohio Valley Conference versus the West Coast Conference in the first round. You don't normally see that. You might see that in the first four. You don't see that in a you know, first round game. And then if Murray State wins, the likelihood of them playing Kentucky, a compelling matchup there. Michigan State and Duke could play in the second round. You know, Iowa's looked really good as of late. You know, are they going to? make a run at the Final Four. It's a trendy Final Four pick. Produce a trendy Final Four pick. Same too with Arizona. Other first-round matchups I'm looking forward to, Arkansas-Vermont. Arkansas hasn't looked so good as of late. Vermont looked really good in their conference tournament championship game, the America East. You know, they have some history in the NCAA tournament, of course, when they beat Syracuse. You look at um, Davidson-Michigan State. I wouldn't be so sure about Michigan State there. You think about... um, other matchups that could result in upsets, you know, Rutgers in Indiana, Rutgers, you know, last year won a tournament game, almost went to the sweet 16. This tournament lacks some of the blue bloods like Syracuse. This tournament also has some new bloods in it, like San Francisco, Murray state back in it. Yeah. I'm right. States in it from the horizon league. Your mainstays from some, some, from some conferences aren't in it this year, but you know, or Roberts not in it this year. This year is South Dakota State. They're back in it. You know, who's going to be that Cinderella? Could it be uh, Longwood in it for the first time? Brian, you never know. Is a 16 going to be to one? So many great, you know, matchups. My final four pick right now, if I had to give you one, I'll give you the first bracket I filled out. Gonzaga, Purdue, Arizona, and Iowa. National championship game, Purdue versus Arizona. Arizona wins by 11. I'll leave you with that. Back tomorrow, uh, there was an article in the uh, Inquirer recently from Bearcats beat reporter Keith Jenkins about the Bearcats going to the Big 12. Some things that he said and that John Cunningham and Mike Oresco were quoted saying that have me a little less excited about um, the Bearcats' future and moving to the Big 12 and when it will take place. Uh, later on this week, of course, the NCAA tournament will get underway. We'll put some locked on nows from our colleagues from the Locked On Podcast Network into this show. Look at, ahead to some of the first round matchups Memphis and Boise State and Houston and UAB from the American. The Big 12's got some compelling matchups as well. We'll take a look at all of those. You can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's and an ATI. You can also follow me on Instagram, AlexFrank9 underscore, and email me, Alex3Frank at gmail.com. 
Thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. For Lockdown Bearcats, I'm Alex Frank. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you tomorrow.